You and I know that making smart financial decisions can be challenging, but it's the 21st century. Financial freedom is no longer just for the 1% wealthy. It's for you and me, busy moms and dads living their best life. The big question is this, how do we create time, avoid making painful mistakes, set examples for our children and find the best resources to help us reach our financial goals? This podcast will give you the answers. Join me on my journey helping busy families figure out how they can gain financial confidence and clarity, get actionable tips, and learn from the best guest experts. It is now the time you start living your best financial life. My name is Anna Shogunina, and welcome to the Money Boss Parent Podcast. Hey, Money Bosses, Anna is here, and welcome back to the Money Boss Parent Podcast. I am continuing our conversation about how do we pick the right college savings vehicles for our kids, what are some of the tax benefits, and best practices. I talked about the initial steps you need to take in setting up a college savings plan for your family in episode 210. So go back and listen to that. That gets you kind of the first started into the process. And today we're going to dive into actually helping you choose the plan. How are you going to maximize your savings? And what are some of the tips and tricks I have up my sleeve and what I'm actually doing for my own family? So without further ado, let's get into it because I've got a a lot of uh, information to share with you today. You may want to grab a pen and a paper and start taking some notes. I looked up some interesting statistics on this topic because I was just curious, but Americans have amassed $432 billion for educational expenses in 529 plans as of August 2023. And this amounts to around an average of $26,000 for an estimated 16 million families who are participating in 529 college savings plans. Now, it may sound like big numbers, but it's really only 29% of college saving parents use 529 college savings plans. So it's still like a very small percentage, not even a third of families who are saving for college using these vehicles. We talked about the tax benefits and all of the other features that come with it. Um, So go back to episode 210 and and listen to um, what and how it may benefit you. Um, Also, if you want to send me a DM on Instagram and I am at moneybossparent or ward state, I can confirm for you if your state offers a tax deduction. So go to the Instagram and send me a word, just one word, state, at moneybossparent, and I will confirm if your state gets a deduction, because that's one of the decisions you're going to be making um, initially when you set up a plan, because there's a variety of plans and options. And also, maybe if you have to make changes or you're moving around, then you can um, also figure out which type of plan you actually um, are going to be better off. So how do we select a plan based on some of this criteria? Now, uh, yes, the tax deductions on the contributions is one of them, but it's not the only thing that drives this decision, in my opinion, 
when family is looking at how do we make a decision. I'm going to go through a laundry list of some of the plans that get top ratings for lots of different reasons. But first, from, for me, it really comes down to uh, like a combination of things low cost and the cost associated with investments that you're going to have inside these 529 accounts. Because remember, at the end of the day, these are investment accounts. And if you listen to the episode 210, where I described to you the difference between a savings plan, where it's like a savings in an investment account, versus a prepaid trust, where you actually don't get to choose your investments, you prepay tuition in today's dollars. So when we're discussing which plan is the best to choose for you. It is referring to the plans that allow you to be your own investment manager and pick investments based on your time horizon, risk tolerance, and so forth. So for that, cost is very important because the less fees you pay to someone else on those investments, the more money is going to be left over in your own account. So that's number one. So costs are important to me. Good benefits, if we do get to have tax deductions, um, that's great too. Remember, all the money that goes into 529 college savings accounts are growing tax-free if used for qualified education expenses. And then last but not least, like does this plan have a proven track record for the investment performance? Like, so how is it doing compared to its peers? Okay, because you don't want to pick a plan that has all the other things and investment options or performance has not been that great. Now, you kind of see how I sort of put them in order where the performance is really driven by how the market fluctuates, how certain investments are performing and so forth and how much risk you take. So therefore, leading with what the costs are of these investments is the first best step in my opinion. So here are a few options that you may want to consider. Ohio 529 College Plan, it's called College Advantage, and it offers the diversity of investment options. Um, you can also pick FDIC-backed accounts, so this is like if you want to have CDs. They also have Vanguard funds, which are, Vanguard is known to be the leader in low-cost funds, and also DFA. Those are more complex, but also inexpensive index options for you to uh, to make choices. And this plan offers both in-state and out-of-state uh, accounts, so you don't have to live in Ohio. And for those of you who do, you actually get that state deduction um, of $4,000 that I was talking about previously per beneficiary. So if like you have two kids and you live in Ohio, like each, you know, gets $4,000. So that's that's a great opportunity right there. Now, New York has a plan called New York 529 Direct Plan, and it's also a great option because it's available to New York residents and then those out of state. Now, because New York has high income tax uh, for the state, just like California, they offer quite generous state deductions. So it's $5,000 for a single person, $10,000 for joint filers, um, and again, that does help reduce your your taxes overall. I also love New York because it has Vanguard funds, and because of you know the Vanguard being low cost provider um, for for those options. Wisconsin five twenty nine plan, Advest E D V E S T also available to residents of any other state, and it's really it has really great investment options as well. What I also like, and a lot of these plans too, have something called age based 
options. You may be familiar with this concept of like a target date retirement fund, and because it, it's it's become widely popular in our 401k or like retirement accounts. So you basically, if you want to retire, let's say in 2050, so you select an investment option that has that date attached to it. So it works exactly the same for college. Uh, college selected funds because you, for example, would pick a fund age-based um, that would cor correspond to the date when your child is going to start college. So like, let's say Liam is, is going to start college in 2037. So an age-based fund from me would be, you know, whatever, whatever company, Vanguard, 2037, Fidelity 2037, because inside of that fund, you only select one investment, you get the, the right mix of stocks to bonds. And over time, as we get closer to that date, when, when your child starts college, it gets adjusted and becomes more conservative and conservative because what you don't want to end up happening is when you select it sort of when the kids are younger you probably want to be more aggressive with your selections of of risk and what you know what you invest in in order for the funds to grow but what you don't want to find yourself in is you know next year you have to pay tuition bill and we're having a bad time on the market like we are we are now um and you know all of a sudden your balance drops like 15 or 20 percent so you kind of want to balance that age-based options allow you to do that a lot more passively. So I love that option um, about, you know, any of the plans that offer, but uh, Wisconsin particularly. West Virginia has Smart 529 Direct College Savings Plan. Um, it also, but it, the, the one uh, feature of that is that it's only available to the residents um, of that state, but they do, to, uh, do as well have low cost um, fees and target date options. Um, the college plan that I selected for Liam when he started is actually called My 529, and it's associated um, or attached to uh, Utah. Um, and I, the reason I selected it is because it had a uh, an option uh, for Vanguard funds, and I wanted to make sure. Now, again, this was five years ago, almost five years ago when I opened it, because I really did it. Like, I think as soon as I had his social security number, uh, <laughs> um, then I was like, okay, ready to go, and I opened an account. By the way, a side note: you can start a 529 college savings plan even before you have a child. Let's say you're pregnant right now or planning to have kids. Uh, because later on, when you do have a social security for your child, you can change who the beneficiary is. And that's how that's how these accounts are actually technically, they're not kids' accounts. They are accounts that are owned by parents, and kids are going to be put on, on the accounts as beneficiary. And because kids never own these accounts, as they can't, they're minors, that's where you have that flexibility. If you wanted to kind of start an early savings plan, and uh, interesting, I had a client probably uh, before Liam was born, um, a younger family who was planning to have kids, they actually opened a 529 college plan like I think two years or so uh, before they had their first child. And um, they've, they, they've gotten like crazy bonuses and, and had extra savings. So they front loaded with contributions, those accounts. And so it's not typical for a family for sure, but 
it's an option um, so that you can you can make those selections now you also would if you just google um, you would be um, you would find lots of other options for where you can get the the, the 529 plan started um, so like custodians um, or brokers, they're called brokers, like Charles Schwab, Fidelity, Merrill Lynch, Tadia Ameritrade, they all offer 529 plans. And um, there's, you know, all of them are on the list of um, providers that have low um, expenses for their investments. Some of them, like, for example, Fidelity actually manages plans for, state, for states like Arizona, Connecticut, Delaware, Massachusetts. So some of them are attached to a state. So like the My529 plan, it's called My529.com, is actually um, manages plan for Utah. So if you're a Utah resident, you get some extra benefits. But it didn't really matter to me. Uh, and uh, it really was more for, because in California, we do not get a state uh, deduction for contributions and we do have a plan in California it's actually called California uh, scholar share 529 and it has uh, decent options like it has tier craft funds tiro price um, and some age-based options but I um, I opted out of that um, at a time because they did not have Vanguard funds so that was kind of like the rationale for me to go through um, through these options. Um, I will share with you again, if you sent me a, a direct message on Instagram at moneybossparent, um, word state that I can check for you to, to help you kind of make a decision on how, which plan is the best. And should you go for like the tax deduction or kind of do the route, take the route that I, um, that I went. Hey Money Boss parents, exciting news! The Money Boss Parent Masterclass is now open for enrollment. Are you ready to create a financial plan for your family without the stress? Say goodbye to guilt, sleepless nights, fear of missing out on your financial goals, piles of unopened bills, arguments with your partner, and the worry about where all your money is at. During this masterclass, you will achieve financial control and reduce stress we'll know exactly where all your money's at. We'll set specific financial milestones, calculate savings targets, debts payoff, education savings, and finally have a plan for big purchase goals. We'll create a peace of mind and financial security by protecting your family with the right insurance coverages and setting up those estate planning documents. And finally, We'll set up a smart investment plan for your future. We will make money on your money, securing retirement for you, funding education for your kids, and having fun while you still can. When you join today, you will get a deep dive into my four pre-recorded modules. They're yours forever. We'll have two live Q&A sessions and two get it done sessions with me, where we dive in deep and we actually get the work done an awesome parent community for ongoing support, and of course, confidence knowing that your family finances are on track. Are you ready to replace the stress with confidence and embark on a journey to financial freedom? DM me Masterclass on Instagram at moneybossparent or visit moneybossfamily.com forward slash MC. I will see you there. Next, I kind of want to focus on how do you maximize savings? Now, it's, it's astonishing to me by, you know, what numbers we're looking at when we actually calculate 
the, you know, how much you should be saving. And so, for example, we're on a track to, to save a target to be saving $1,000 a month. Um, and that would allow us over time, by the time Liam is 18, to have enough money to send him to like, a, you know, a private school that in today's dollars costs like sixty-five dollars to $70,000. Now, because investments will grow, I'm hoping uh, they will grow uh, you know, faster uh, than the actual cost of college. We should have enough, but there could be a chance, right? And this is why we'll talk in a minute too. Like how, how, how do you actually know uh, and stay on track with these investments? Because it's not just like, oh, I've got a 529 account and I'm saving X amount of dollars, right? You have to look at your budget. You also have to c- come back to it and, and see. And that's why I'm stressing to you that, making a decision about what investments you choose um, will will make a lot of uh, d- a lot of difference right over the over the years and it's like to think personally i thought we had like 18 years when we started well or five years almost flown by so i know before i blink it'll, it'll be here so it's like extra cautious uh, with these decisions okay so i want to talk about like, how do you maximize your savings? Obviously, if you can, if your budget can afford and your family has enough space um, in your financial financial resources, then maybe you can set up regular monthly contributions. I think that's kind of the easiest way to stomach this if you're kind of, you know, ramping up. I have families who make lump sum contributions. So if your paycheck is uneven and maybe you want to just kind of like once you get a bonus once a year, you want to sort of throw a lump sum, you can totally do that. Also, like I've had and uh, not a lot of, you know, not a lot of family members are interested in that, but that could be something that you throw out there when holidays creep up or when birthdays or bat mitzvahs is that, hey, we don't really need any toys because I know that all of you have plenty of toys in the house for kids to play with, but we are saving for college and you can request that they actually give you money that you can yourself then, then put um, in addition to that. Now, you know, you'll think, well, somebody's going to give me $50 for, you know, a kid's birthday party. That's okay, right? Over time, every little bit counts. I know that a lot of families have grandparents who are uh, just as equally excited and contribute extra funds. So there could be creative ways to do that. One thing to remind you about, there are limits as to how much you can put in into these accounts and, and and so forth. So like there's the deduction part, but then there's limits because we kind of cross into the area where you have to file additional tax forms. So in 2023, IRS treats contributions toward 529 college saving plan as a gift. Like it's a, on the forms that we fill out on a tax return, it's called a gift for tax purposes. And so individuals in 2023, and the, this limits increase teeny bit every year. So we have up to $17,000 to contribute to that account. So like your each year and I, if we were to choose to do that, can put $17,000 without having to file this gift tax form. Now, some families say, well, you know, we have the resources and we want to maybe front load or make a large lump sum. You can still do that and there are limits per state as well. But usually there's a rule of five years, like you can put up to five years in advance into this account and then you not make you cannot make any more contributions for five years. And then you can reconvene um, after that and kind of reevaluate what makes sense. So 
I think what would really help you first is once you selected your plan is is to figure out what is like what is the actual number that you're targeting, right? Deciding, I mean, this will deciding on what school you want your child to go to will allow you to kind of work it backwards. If it's a state school versus if it's out of state, if you want to be more conservative. I mean, this this could be another five episodes on this podcast when we're talking about those decisions. But that would be like one one major um, allocation once you know what are you um, going to actually save. And I know a lot of parents get tripped up on this because it's like you don't. You may have ideas about, especially when you have little kids, right? Like I have no idea what Liam might be interested in and what school I want him to go to. Yuri and I, again, also like there's some of this mental um, upbringing from you know from each of us we we come from different backgrounds how uh, you know how our schooling went how parents contributed what we had to do it's the same in your family so you may have different opinions but start somewhere like I think a safe assumption is that if you save for a state school tuition if you want to just focus on that okay we can our family can afford to say to save for state tuition that's like a starting point because from there, there's lots of other options and opportunities. Um, so don't kind of get tripped up because you can't decide whether it's a private school or you know what, whether your budget can afford it. Just start with something. And if you want kind of like a middle marker, um, I, would, I would be really comfortable if you um, had the option to do something like that. Now, in these accounts, over time, what really makes a difference is it's not just the minutia of you putting money in that account. We want the money to be growing. We want the money to be invested. So there's a couple of things that we should pay attention to. One is something called investment allocation. Now, this is a investment terminology here, but it really simply means what's the recipe of that account? And I mentioned a little bit about this when I was describing the age-based portfolios, which are sort of the simplest way to understand. How much time do you have until you're going to need the money, right? And for all of us, that time starts when they start the first year in college. So if you have 10 years to go, that's how much time you actually have. And so also the second layer to that would be what's your risk tolerance? Well, how much are you willing to lose or gain, right? Because market will fluctuate. When you invest in these accounts, you usually invest in markets like the stock market, the bond market, some fund, some options have real estate markets. So it's it's really like that combination. Um, they a lot, most of these plans um, have an option for you to take a short quiz that can help you decide. Like here's my risk tolerance profile, and I'm gonna select these options because it's not enough to just say I want low cost funds like Vanguard. I want you know more passive index funds versus. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm interested in uh, companies that invest in socially responsible investments. Or no, I just want to be really conservative with my money and I want to put it in, in CDs, for example, or something like a savings type of an account. So it, it really comes down to how much I would suggest for you to think about how much time you have. And you know, one thing is the more time you have, the more risk you should be willing to take because you have time to recoup and grow your money. And two, this is why looking at the investment plan um, and the options that exist for that plan is really crucial at the beginning because you will have all of those answers kind of checked off for you once you make a selection. 
So um, one thing I wanted to mention too, again, I'm on Instagram a lot and would love for you to uh, connect and chat with me there at Money Boss Parent. Send me Word College and I will share with you uh, one of the tools I love uh, to use with clients. It's a really nifty calculator from the Vanguard site um, that allows you to kind of really get clear on like, okay, here's how much money you need to be saving if you had a particular school in mind. So you will be able to figure out what you actually needing to do. So if you have a five-year-old like I do, almost five-year-old, then you need to save X amount of dollars. So send me Word College and I'm happy to share that calculator with you because I think it, it's kind of like the first first thing, uh, one of the first things to do is to, is to get that out of the way. Um, and lastly, um, I want to just share just a few tips and best practices of once you get that started and um, you know selected your plan, picked investments, know what your target is for savings, some, some of the ideas, how do you sort of stay on track with, with this? Um, I haven't quite gotten to that yet, but I think now that Liam is starting to be more interested in, in finances, asking questions about money, we started the, the savings jars, I'm going to start to introduce this concept of college and saving for it. But I think this is maybe for kids that are a little bit older where you can actually involve them and explain to them, here's what's happening. Here's what mom and dad are doing. Here's, you know, why we're doing it. So like involving them in the process, I think is really important because they, they should be learning this as they go that hopefully will help them shape their decisions um, about you know what they want to do and, and how all of this comes together. I think it also teaches financial responsibility, right? If we're taking these steps um, as a family, I I want to have I want to be upfront. I want to be open book. I want to be talking about these things because I maybe that's just my background, uh, where I come from. But I, I there's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to be hiding. And so that's why I'm talking to you, encouraging you to start doing these things as soon as you actually can. And at the same time, like um, avoiding mistakes. And I mentioned to you, like this, this is an investment. This is the one of the biggest investments you're going to make in your life, right? Aside from saving for your own retirement. And so I, I just feel like just starting an account, putting some money in it and not really paying attention to it is not a good strategy. Like I want you to be coming back to it to it at least once a year, rethinking and, and still kind of asking the question, are we, are we still on track? Are we still thinking that our child is gonna, you know, go to a state school where we are or like as you get closer, right? Like once you have teenagers, you really are paying more attention, not that they're older, you know, what kind of humans are they? What are they interested in? And if you have to make adjustments um, to these. I've had clients, this is interesting, uh, actually, fact too. I've had clients who uh, over time, right, because they started early, they were consistent, contributed every time or every time they could, they were able to like front and pre-fund these accounts even before their kids turn 18. So I, I mean, I've seen how awesome that is to be, to be like ready and check off that box even before you actually have to use those accounts. So I, I, I highly suggest to make this one of the things that you review once a year on your um, financial statement or balance sheet and keep asking questions as a family if if that's the target we still have on our on our books 
and if we still have the budget and options to do that and don't forget to ask those grandparents for for 529 college money because i promise you they don't need toys um, as much as we think or as much as they want them um, so that's it my friends um, there's a lot more to talk about when it comes to to these accounts and um, I, I want you to start. I want you to start somewhere. Um, we will have more discussions. I'm, I promise you there's um, there's more to cover, but just start just start somewhere if you haven't yet. Um, it's, it's gonna over time, it's gonna become sort of a, a second habit and one of the, the extra things that you're saving. Um, and it feels good. It really does feel good. Once you look back now that I have almost five years under my belt as a mom, it feels good knowing that I'm taking the right steps. Um, and don't beat yourself up if you haven't started yet and your ch kids are older. That's okay. Just start now. I, I know that for sure. And some of it is from my uh, pep talk I used to give to uh, parent groups and at fairs that I did for uh, in my early career for Maryland 529 College Plan. I kind of miss those conversations. I think I get them now uh, so many years later, but <laughs> that's just how life goes. I appreciate you tuning in. If you have 30 seconds of your time, I would really be grateful if you left us a review, subscribed, and shared with a friend, um, because without you, I couldn't be um, doing this. There's no point of doing this, and I very much appreciate hearing from you and getting your thoughts and feedback. Also, let me know if there are topics you want me to cover on this podcast, because um, it's, always, it's always something that comes from listeners like yourself that make my day excited. And even, you know, even planning this podcast for next year would be awesome too. So thanks so much for tuning in. And remember, you are the bosses of your own money. Disclaimer, the opinions expressed on this show are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individuals. To determine which investments or solutions may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial advisor, or tax professional for more specific advice. Hey there, Money Boss Parent, giving you a virtual high five because you just wrapped up another awesome episode of the Money Boss Parent Podcast. If you're craving more insights, hop over to moneybossparentpodcast.com. You'll find there detailed show notes from today's episode and even some sweet deals from our guests and partners. And if you're eager to connect with other super cool moms and dads who are just like you, who are navigating the world of money and parenting, come join our exclusive Facebook community for Money Boss Parents. The link is waiting for you at moneybossparentpodcast.com. <laughs>